Hey, I wonder what we'd hear if I'd turn on the switch and we're driving along in 1976. Hello, Tower. This is Firebird 2304. Firebird 2304. How are things on the safety autoway? Tower to Firebird 2. Tower to Firebird 2. All traffic moving in normal pattern. Christian Carguy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Introducing Super Cruise, the world's first true hands-free driving system for the highway. Here's how it works. Enter the highway. Stay in your lane. Wait for the Super Cruise icon to appear. Push the Super Cruise button. When the steering wheel turns green and things look safe, let go. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Hands-free driving. It became available this fall in the Cadillac CTX. Wow. Look, those famous last words, you remember them? Look, ma, no hands. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the implications, the insurance? How do you feel about losing the joy of steering. We're talking about that today on the Christian Car Guy Show, and we have uh, some cool stuff on that, several videos in, uh, that I've taken the audio off of that I think you're going to find very interesting. And also today, gas prices seem to be on their way back up. My wife came to me just in a panic. They say they're going to go to $4, and so we're going <laughs> to talk about that. <laughs> we're going to talk about Robbie's top 10 gas savers for 2018. We're going to cover those, plus... How do you conserve? What's How do you, personally, what do you do to conserve gas? What's your trick? And here's the reason. We would love to hear your story because if everybody conserves and we use less gas, the price is going to go down because they get a glut of this stuff pretty quick and it drives the prices down. So we would love to hear your trick today to save fuel, 866-348-7884, 866-348-7884. And then in the last segment of Christian Car Guy Theater, we're going to have, uh, in the last segment today, we're going to have Christian Car Guy Theater, Jailhouse Justice, Part 13. So, GM set their sights on this whole idea of, of hands-free, um, of hands-free, I'm sorry, <laughs> I've lost my, GM set their sights on hands-free driving in 1956 when they were at the GM Motorama. And they made this film, which by the miracle of YouTube, <laughs> I was able to cut a short version. You heard a little bit of it at the beginning of this show. Essentially, this family is driving to Chicago in this film, and they're stuck in traffic, and they begin to dream about what it might be like 20 years from now in the year 1976. Go ahead, Jasper. Hey, I wonder what we'd hear if I'd turn on the switch and we're driving along in 1976. Hello, Tower. This is Firebird 2304. Firebird 2304. 
304. How are things on the safety autoway? Tower to Firebird 2. Tower to Firebird 2. All traffic moving in normal pattern. FB2 to Tower. We're heading for Chicago. Please route us through. Over. Roger, FB2. View screen map shows your location within our control zone. You have your choice of two routes. Green line marks scenic route. Red line shorter route. We're on vacation. Who wants to fly? Yeah, that means green. I'll tell the guy. Firebird to tower. We'll take the green. Roger. We're all set for auto control. Roger, Firebird 2. Move to electronic control strip in center lane. Now we're out of tune. Correction. We're coming in on the beam, Dad. Well done, Firebird 2. You're now under automatic control. Hands off steering. Hands off steering. <laughs> Remember, GM didn't actually come out with a Firebird until 1967, so it's kind of cool that they're doing this in 1956. And, of course, we if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, both of the videos that we're using right here to kind of describe this were, were, were showing there in my post, uh, Look Ma, No Hands, so you can check that out. But, see, there was what General Motors, you know, their futurists were thinking, which... When, I, when you listen to this next little segment of that same video, and then we're going to move on to the 2018 Cadillac in the same sort of series, you can go from here's what they pictured in 1956 to here's what actually happened this year, in the fall of this year. But as they listened to some of the things that they thought were going to happen in, in the second segment of this uh, video from 1956, listen to some of the other future ideas that they had coming uh, just kind of mind-blowing. They saw so many things coming. So let's go to the second segment. We gotta slow down, slow down. Mr. Sun is just about to go down. Hey, Mr. Tower Man, where do we light? Where do you suggest that we relax for the night? Okay, Firebird, I'll put you on the beam. The sunset ends a honey, and the hostess is a dream. Good evening, modern travelers. Won't you be our guest? We have pushed button living at its very best. There's automatic sleep control in every bed And our pre-digested food is cooked by infrared Okay, okay, we like what you say Mr. Tower Man, take us that way Roger, Firebird, I'll swing you to the right Hands on steering, Firebird, good night Innovation isn't always about what you add, but what you're able to take away. 
Introducing Super Cruise, the world's first true hands-free driving system for the highway. Here's how it works. Enter the highway. Stay in your lane. Wait for the Super Cruise icon to appear. Push the Super Cruise button. When the steering wheel turns green and things look safe, let go. It's as simple as that. No need to tap the wheel every minute to show you're there. That doesn't mean you can check out. You and Super Cruise are partners. If you need to pass another car, take the wheel and make your move. Super Cruise will then automatically take back control. Safety plays an important part in how it works. Proprietary head tracking software helps make sure your eyes are on the road. And if not, visual alerts and vibrating seat reminders signal you to grab the wheel. LiDAR mapping and enhanced GPS know what lane you're in on the highway. Map curvature data and a precision camera know the position of your car up to 2,500 meters ahead. It makes you feel like you're riding on rails. The result? The world's first true hands-free driving system for the highway. And with safety and innovation at its core, it delivers the greatest luxuries of all. Trust, confidence, and peace of mind. The GM's futurists were pretty close on many things. I think back to the older film a second ago. You know, if again, if you look at it, we have their ChristianCarGuy.com. They had speed safety lanes that we now understand are you know are all there. Sleep control beds, Bill. Yeah, you know, all by push button, <laughs> and their food was going to be cooked by infrared slash microwave. And here we are in 2018, staring it right in the face. And if you didn't know, Cadillac's new Super Cruise is the closest I've seen to a production car along the lines of that Firebird 2 that was in that 1956. Kind of amazing stuff. Don't you think, Bill? Well, I can't imagine driving down the road and saying, I'm going to read the newspaper. But I've seen people do that. I think they use just their knee or a bungee cord. That's the unsuper cruise. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so I was thinking about this, and I kind of see it as a flight from reality and kind of a worldly thing. Well, we we're going to go into that. There's a few more items along this flight from reality that we're going to talk about besides hand-free steering. We're going to get those gas prices, find out about the insurance implications of hand-free steering. we got all sorts of stuff coming up. Stay tuned. Good evening, modern travelers. Won't you be our guest? We have pushed button living at its very best. There's automatic sleep control in every bed, and our pre-digested food is cooked by infrared. Okay, okay, we like what you say. Mr. Tower Man, take us that way. Hands-free driving. <laughs> We've come all the way from dreaming about it in 1956. Here we are in 2018. And if you check out the Cadillac, I believe it's a CT6, for $71,000, you can be driving <laughs> without any hands. <laughs> but, Bill, obviously one of the questions we have is, you know, what's that going to do to our insurance? Well, insurance companies in most states do a really good job of keeping track of 
all the accidents. If you had an accident, a claim in North Carolina, then your insurance company tells the North Carolina uh, department and by your vehicle identification number, that's taken into the calculation. So there may be one car that statistically nobody steals and it's not in very many wrecks and it gets a much better price the second and third year on the comprehensive and the collision. And then you got cars like Trans Ams, which really aren't that big a difference from everything else. But since only crazy teenagers drive them, then statistically their comp and collision goes through the roof. So I, I think know that there's a, a lot of Trans Am drivers just across the country that now feel insulted because <laughs> number one, they're well, they might like the idea that you called them a teenager, but <laughs> but, but the other thing we we're talking about today is as gas, gas prices are creeping up, we're looking for your tips, and we're going to give you some of ours, but we would love to know what you do to save gas because if all of us save gas, the, the gas companies essentially start just stockpiling it, and they got no choice but to drop prices. So 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share your tip. We have Janet is in Seattle this morning. Janet, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm excited to hear. I could use save some money on gas, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I kept track of where all my short trips were, and um, one of them was frequently to the pharmacy or the grocery store. And uh, without saying a name, I now use a major chain grocery pharmacy that delivers to me, and I've never once paid in two years for the delivery. Really? Yeah, they you order online. They, the online keeps track of what you like, and they have a minimum order. But um, you know, if you shop the sales and you know that you're going to be doing it, you kind of wait to buy, you know, paper towels or whatever. Also, and any uh, fruit or vegetables or something that's not right or if, if something by chance were almost expired, you just call them and they take it off your bill, no questions asked. Wow, that is a great tip. That is yeah, a great trick. It's just, just absolutely amazing. Now, I saw a show on TV that when they did it, there was a, a high likelihood that the order wasn't correct when when it came. H- have your orders been exactly what you've ordered? Well, here's the thing. If you order something that's maybe not the most popular item, occasionally by the time, you know, it might have been in stock online, but if you're ordering for like several days later, it might be out of stock. So you just have to, you know, be ready. Don't, don't, you know, order for a special birthday cake, you know, items that you absolutely have to have that particular day. Occasionally, you know, I'd say, you know, two or three items out of maybe 50 different items might be out of stock. But of course they don't charge you for that. And I've never had the wrong thing come but they have been out of stock, and it saves an incredible amount of not just gas, but time and energy. Yeah, and 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 there's absolutely 100% gas saving in that plan there. And well, for her, an insurance rate drop. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, the yes. other less driving means less chance of accidents. Bill, you should love driving. stuff like that. No, quite frankly, yeah. accidents are good for me. No. You do have to be home when they, you know, deliver, but they deliver weekends and evenings and early mornings. And you, if you want to pay more, they'll give you like a one-hour delivery window. But 
you know, I go for the three-hour delivery window, and you know, I'm home doing stuff. So, wow. yeah, you, that's my tip. Do you that's tip? A, that's a great tip. You, you, do you tip the driver that brings it? The company I use says you're not allowed to. Oh, there you go. That's there yeah. you go. Well, thank you, Janet. God bless you. What a great tip. I bet a bunch God of people learned from that. Which, look, what were you saying? Oh, I was just going to say, God bless you, and I look forward to hearing the other tips. <laughs> I do, too. I do, too. Thank you, Janet. God bless you. All right. What's yours? 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. I don't know if you've heard this, but talking about driverless cars. They now are working on, I guess Uber is, that they're going to cook your pizza inside of a special car on the way to your house. You just lift the and hood and already, lay it right there on top they, of the block? No, it, it's not. I did the show on that one time. But they actually are cooking it in the back. They have a driverless car that is going out. And you know what they found out? These people were upset because they the had to go out to the curb to get it. They wanted it to come to the door. <laughs> So, but it would save gas. You, you know, there's no doubt about that. But, and then along those lines, as I was thinking about all this amazing stuff and all this technology, uh, and I was mentioning early about uh, hands-free cars. Well, I'm waiting on your call, by the way, for your tip, 866-348-7884. But Ransom Hart does an amazing podcast, and, and the link's there again at christiancarguy.com. And John Eldridge pointed out that in James 4.4, there's this verse. It's, it's kind of disruptive, Bill. But it says, adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? And whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. So the kingdom of God versus the kingdom of self, right? As sin has continued to increase in the world. And the, so what is it that we're not supposed to get connected to worldly? And it's an interesting study when you really think about it. And I know there's a lot of stuff that, that you might think about. But hands-free driving does kind of escalate that You went self. from adultery to hand-free driving. I've got to give that some thought over the break. <laughs> well, you're going to find out something when we come back. It has to do all with right if it's your wife riding more you freedom and less responsibility. That's the, that's the scary part. More freedom, less responsibility when we come back on, look, Ma, no hands. <laughs> so I could hold my wife's hands when we drive now. I like that. FB2 to Tower. We're heading for Chicago. Please route us through. Over. Roger, FB2. View the screen map shows your location within our control zone. You have your choice of two routes. Green line marks scenic route. Red line shorter route. We're on vacation. Who wants to fly? Yeah, that means green. I'll tell the guy. All right. Hands-free driving. We're talking about look by no hands plus some gas-saving tips. We still have time to get yours in because in the last segment today, we're going to Christian Car Guy Theater. So you only have this one segment to get your gas saving tips in. We're going to get ours in here in a minute. The number is 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Now, Bill, during the break, came up with an excellent idea (laughs) 
for a hands-free driving, right, Bill? Well, I tell you, I've had it for years and years and years. I just look over at my wife and say, dear, will you grab the steering wheel for a minute? Right, because we were thinking about it. When you look at the different advantages of hands-free steering in the Cadillac, you still have to lock, look at the road and stuff. And so what the guy said when I was watching the other video was that, you know, here's an opportunity to, to drink your coffee and whatever. And, and Bill just pointed out that, you know, that if you ask your wife to take the wheel, I don't know how safe that and is. And she's really good. I mean, we can't go anywhere but, but without her saying, are you watching the road? Are you watching the road? <laughs> and then she says, did you see that really great thing we just passed? And and, and since, you know, it's, it's you save $5,000, just get married. <laughs> Not sure the math works there. <laughs> But getting back to uh, our subject of, I was trying to explain, and and I confused some, I'm sure, where how do you get from hands-free steering to uh, enemy of God kind of thing? Well, here's the thing, and I'm not saying in any way, shape, or form that I won't try out hands-free steering. I'm not going Amish on you, Bill. You mean using your knee? (laughs) Yeah, something like that. When, When it comes, I'll get it, but... The idea is so much of the where the world goes is they say, here, you can have more freedom with less responsibility, i.e., right, you can eat what you want, don't exercise, we'll get you some high blood pressure medicine and meds and whatever, and, and you know, you don't have to deal with the consequences of that. Or sexually, there's all, you know, the whole idea of contraception was to take away the, the, the responsibility or the, you know, consequences of your sin as the case may be. And so that led to all sorts of nasty things that we won't go into and talk about at length. But along those lines, I have come up with something new that I think, again, in and of itself is not bad, but you can't help but see that here's this offer of all this tremendous, tremendous freedom with absolutely no responsibility. Because now, why own a car when you can subscribe to one, right? General Motors now, you can subscribe to a car. You don't have to buy one. You don't have to lease one. You can subscribe. Just have your paycheck sent to them, and they'll send you what's left over? Something like that, $1,800 a month. Is that all? You can drive. They will bring you out whatever car you want, and if you decide, wow, I like the CTX for a while or I, I, I you know, want the Escalade this weekend, they bring it out. You, you just subscribe to a car. And they'll make it happen. You don't have to worry about insurance. You don't have to worry about changing the oil, maintenance, all that stuff. It's all handled. Again, a whole lot of freedom, not so much responsibility. And so it's really an interesting thing for me to sit there and wonder, you know, wow, walking is much slower, (laughs) but better for us, right? (laughs) Learning the responsibility of car ownership, in my opinion, insurance, licensing, maintaining that car, then actually driving it all initiate us on how to take responsibility to be kings and queens of the kingdom, right? Learning responsibility to be a better steward of your choices and stuff that, that it's all in there. You're looking at me like I'm crazy, but that's okay. Because, you know, we all have our, well, we got to get to these gas tips, Bill, and Christian Car Guy Theater, it's coming. But if you really, seriously, that's an awesome podcast. It, it, Ransom Heart on the world part one, it's called, and it goes into stuff like that. And it's really intriguing to me on how do we live kingdom minded instead of self minded. So, number one gas tip for 2018 from Robbie is always pray, right? Ask Jesus to lead you 
on how you could save gas, on how you could be a better steward of your trips, and those kind of things, just like that wonderful tip we just got, right, of ordering it and getting it over the phone or making sure, like Bill said, now after I heard this on the way home, I'm going to have to stop at the store to make sure that I economize, don't use too much gas, because you're bringing down the gas for the whole country when you... Uh, it was the eating the donut while you drive that made me want to stop at the store <laughs> on the way out. Number two, I wonder if you could guess what my number two tip would be. Drive under the speed limit. You guessed it. Drive at least the speed limit. Don't speed is the, is the issue. You were right. And I've said it many, 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 many times, and I haven't done it with the new statistics, which would probably be higher than this, but back when I did it two years ago, Americans waste 203 million gallons of gas a week. A week. 203 million gallons of gas a week on speeding. If you want to see that, it's at christiancarguy.com. I've done the math. You can save all that by not speeding is a tremendous way to save a lot of fuel. Number two. Number three. Leave earlier in the morning. Get up earlier. will give you a lot less stressful ride to work and there won't be as much traffic and you won't be stepping on the gas as hard so leave five minutes earlier what a concept <laughs> keep records of your mileage number four right you can't manage what you don't measure so measure your mileage and think why is it that this happened this time and it didn't happen that time i've done it for years and years and it's amazing how you can adjust your fuel savings by just keeping records, because you realize that you do stuff like stop and get You have to change what you're doing based on your records. Correct. But it's amazing. Once you know you start to actually keep records, it's like keeping your foot on the gas. You know when to take it off. All right. Number five, take the high road. <laughs> Highways and parkways have less stop and go. And so when you have a chance, again, I like the, the scenic route, and that's wonderful. And by all means... You know, it's a way to go. But highways that don't have stoplights and aren't two-way roads or tend to be safer, and they, and they certainly save fuel. Now, this is one that is one of my pet peeves, Bill. <laughs> Number six, travel light. Don't leave a bunch of junk in your trunk. You don't realize that, that there's as, there, there are engineers out there that are working on <laughs> designing these cars. They spend months to take two pounds out of a car. I mean, months to figure out how to make... This a little bit lighter, and that a bit a little bit lighter. I've been dieting. I'm trying my best. <laughs> and then you carry your cat food in the trunk, you know, a 50-pound bag for two weeks. You know, and if, if your engineer was riding alongside with you, he would be pulling his hair out. I'd just let him have my cat. There you go. <laughs> People don't realize a big, 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 huge part of the reason that cars get so much better fuel economy today than they did 20 years ago is simply weight. They've been working on getting them lighter. That's the reason the Ford uses aluminum in their trucks. It, it, weight has a huge thing. And so if you're just keeping a bunch of stuff in your car you don't need, i.e., I was going to say your mother-in-law, but I, I didn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, 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 I didn't. I wouldn't. She needs to come. But anyway, number seven, maintain your car. Of course, we talk about that most every week. Number eight, momentum. You know, slow down way before you have to stop at a light to keep your momentum. And sometimes, you know, when I really play with this idea, and again, because I measure my gas mileage, I, I can see the effect of this. 
is when I know a light is going to go red on, you know, I just coast and coast and coast. And it's amazing how many times that I can catch the green light coming without a dead stop. Yep. That makes a big difference. And a dead stop takes way more fuel than if you're just barely rolling. And people don't realize that. But if you ever rode a bike and you try to get it going, you know what I'm talking about. And so momentum plays a big role. Of course, you want to be safe and you don't want to get everybody upset behind you. But it doesn't make sense for them either to be pulling up to a stoplight at the you know speed limit. Um, why not anticipate, look ahead? You know, I do realize that this would probably cause you not to be able to text while you're driving and other things along these way. But anyway, number nine, if you're really, really into this, this one is a Don't little bit on the Don't fill your tank up this, all the time. Well, there you go. You can, you can save fuel. But that's that not, not on my list this that's time. That's not. It used to be on my list. That when, when gas prices were like at $4 an hour, then at $4 a gallon, back then I would suggest like the airplanes, you know, they don't fill all the way up with fuel because that extra weight uses fuel. Seven pounds a gallon. Well, I want to find out what your new number nine is. It is. Keep cool naturally in town, right? By keeping your windows town. I always say... Now, when, I could when have in sworn, town, keep them down under 50, it's not thrifty. I could have sworn you did a show one time and assured us your air conditioning was more efficient than having your over windows 50. down. Over it's 50. It's not thrifty. So younger people are better off. <laughs> there you go. And number 10, name your car. Enjoy your ride. And the fun of driving keeps you relaxed. And I believe it'll help you save gas bill. I, I, I honestly do, but we would love more of your tips. You can send them there at ChristianCarGuy.com. Christian Car Guy Theater coming up. Stay tuned. And now time for Christian Car Guy Theater with today's episode, Jailhouse Justice, Part 13. In the last episode of Jailhouse Justice, Noir survived death through the prayers of the very people he betrayed, as well as the 40-year-old prayers of Noir's late great Annie Pearl, which demonstrate there's no expiration date on prayers, no matter how old they might be. And we've learned that Noir's real name is Lazarus and is now a firm believer in Jesus as his savior. He understands now that there is a real heaven and a real hell. The paramedics took Noir to the hospital and Jimmy's Jeep was towed to the police station as the others went back to the town hall meeting where they shared about the miracle of Noir or Lazarus and gave the town its new name, River Rock. The exhausted Eustace is now sitting on a comfy chair outside Noir's room at the hospital talking with the sheriff on his cell phone. Well, okay, Sheriff. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, I'll be on guard here for at least a few more hours. Yeah, Noir's stable right now, but I don't think he's going anywhere, even if he wants to. (laughs) All right. Bye for now. Meanwhile, back at the jailhouse, Bad Brad has been utilizing the nail file he found and finally breaks out of the rusty safe. He stealthily sneaks through the empty jailhouse and manages to get outside to the parking lot. The easiest vehicle to steal out there is Jimmy's Jeep. With a soft top, he can get right in. But Brad's had not such fond memories of the last time he took that Jeep. It almost killed him. Easy pickings. But why, oh why, does it have to be that crazy Jeep? Oh, come on, Brad. You're an idiot. It's just a Jeep. It's a hunk of metal. Come on, Brad. Get a hold of yourself. 
You don't have time to break into something else, and it's only a few blocks to the hospital. What could possibly go wrong? The Under the Hood Jeep parts tend to agree that Brad's an idiot, as they remember their successful battle against Brad when he'd kidnapped Allie in the Jeep. They encourage themselves about their past coup as they sense a new challenge ahead of them. Okay, brace yourself, mis amigos. This self-proclaimed idiot is at it again. <laughs> He'll be exhausted by the time I get done fuming. Or oh, Fernando Fuel Injector, my husband. You are always there to blow away the bad guys. I'll join you in choking him out with a little more fuel than we need. That'll be a gas. Right, Gracie Gas Tank? You're so right, Anita Intake. What a fuel. And I know fuels. I'll send enough gas down the line so you two can blow his mind. Hey! Ha 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 ha! Hey, if we did this last month, it would have been an April fuel joke. You get it? <laughs> April fuel. <laughs> hey, that's slick, ain't it? And you know, Mosey Motor Oil, that's me, loves me some slickness. You know? So, uh, but why is the idiot headed for the hospital? Is he going to see our sainthood Lazarus? You get it? Sainthood. See, Noir was a hood. Now that he's a saint, you see, you get it? You see what I'm saying? That's what we call a refined joke. You know what I'm saying, Tammy Tensioner? Oh, brother Mosey Motor Oil. This is a tight spot, and we have no time for all your viscosity. Gracie, Anita, Eduardo, get ready to exhaust this idiot. Here he comes. Bad Brad cautiously gets into the Jeep and manages to start it. It seems to sound fairly functional. Just as he was about to breathe a sigh of relief. What's wrong with this thing? I smell more gas here than a bean grower's convention. As Bad Brad drives to the hospital, the Under the Hood team teams up to cause a stink. Wally Windshield Wiper slows Brad's progress so the fumes can have their effect. You can't hurry if you can't see. So I say, hurry and spray, spray, spray. I just love hosing the bad guys. Some idiots just never learn. Isn't that right, Frenchy Fender? May we? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. And expecting a different result. Ah, c'est ça. May we, Anita Intake. Yes, this idiot does not realize that we have God on our side. <coughs> this Jeep is possessed. <coughs> it's cursed, stupid Jeep. <coughs> I better walk the rest of the way. <coughs> This thing's a killer jeep. Where am I? Hey, <coughs> my head. Way to go, team. <laughs> yeah. We got you again, right. Brad. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, sassy bull. Take that, Bad Brad. Bad Brad doesn't hear the sounds of laughter and cheers coming from under the hood as he is slowly weaving like a drunken sailor. He makes his way in the wee hours of the morning a few blocks to the hospital and up to intensive care. He manages to sneak past the nurse and sees Eustace sound asleep in front of Noir's door. Brad quietly goes into Noir's room and is surprised to see Noir sitting up in bed, reading a Bible. Noir? Brad, what are you doing here? I thought you were practically dead. I was. Brad, I'm alive because of Jesus Christ. What are you talking about? What am I talking about? Brad, I was in hell. Literally. You know, there is a place called hell, and I was there screaming to get out. 
And just like it says in Psalm chapter 40, verse 2, he lifted me out of a horrible pit. Jesus lifted me, Brad. What the hell are you talking about, Noir? Hell is real, Brad. Look, Noir, obviously you've landed on your head. You're crazy. But I escaped from jail and I need to get out of town. Give me the number of somebody who can help me get out of here. You owe me that, Noir. No, 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 no. What I owe you, Brad, is Jesus. I need to tell you about Jesus. He's everything my old Auntie Pearl told me 40 years ago. She used to pray for me, Brad, and force me to learn scripture when I was a teenager. But I didn't really listen. And then, when I was hanging on a thread over the cliff, I died. I went to hell a couple of times. It was horrible, ghastly, beyond horrifying. You know, there's a verse that says, His word was in my heart like a burning fire, shut up in my bones. Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 9. Yeah, and when I was screaming for Jesus to help me, it's like his word lit up literally in the burning fire. I remember the verse that Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. Well, I kept screaming for Jesus, and this demon kept jabbing at me, taunting me, and Jesus would pull me out and I'd get sucked back. No, no, Brad, hell is real, real. But so is Jesus, and so is heaven. Jesus finally rescued me. You gotta believe me, Brad. You gotta believe. Just then, the door flew open and Deputy Eustace stepped into the room. What are you doing in here? Brad, how did you get out of the jail? Tune in next month for the next exciting episode of Jailhouse Justice Part 14. What will happen to bad Brad? Not to mention Eustace and Noir, a.k.a. Lazarus. Find out next month. Now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. <laughs> Randy, nothing like a little Saint Hood to give us the lowdown on the down low. <laughs> That's right, Danny. You know, there's a sin dividing line between heaven and hell. You see see what I did there, Danny? It's like, you know, a, a sin dividing line, only it's a sin dividing line. Oh, boy. Sin, sin. It's uh, crazy. Oh, but truly, truly, Danny, what grace Lazarus is showing Brad. Here was a man bent on evil every chance he got, and now he's showing mercy to the lowest of the low. Bad Brad. Lazarus shared truth with Brad, truth we all need to hear. Hell is real and so is Jesus. Like the Old Testament told us, God would save us with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. I know. What could be a mightier love, Danny, than allowing a nail to go through the Son of God's hand? And what love could be greater than having God's Son's arm stretched out on a horrible wooden Roman cross? Oh, a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. <laughs> Randy, that blood, that blood saved Lazarus, and it saved me. What could wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. <laughs> That's a song, you know. Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, Radiator. <laughs>